0: Three blokes who don't need a pass to get in. Well, they do need a pass, but they don't need a ticket to get in. And that is the three umpires who will be umpiring on Saturday night where they've been joined in the studio. Two blokes who have been around the block a fair bit. good mate of mine from a long time ago. Of course, he's from Armadale, which uh, we have, we have a lot of our listeners in Armadale. Brett Roseby doing his ninth grand final. Matt Stevick doing his ninth and eighth in a row. And Jacob Mollison, you kid off the block. But you've been around a while, but you finally cracked a grand final. Congratulations
1: to you first. Thanks, Tim. Really appreciate it. Thanks yeah. for having us.
0: Um when you get the call or an email or a text, you know you're sort of close, you've done a preliminary final, you think you're a silly chance. What's that first emotion like?
1: Uh, I probably should let you show. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, well... I um, got to meet Jeno, our coach. Uh, called me, gave me a text, and made me wait another half an hour before I actually got to the the actual word. Um, met him outside the chicken coop where they had fenced off. They were in quarantine. I was out, um, and yeah, he told me. Thankfully, he didn't drag it on too long. He just gave me the heads up, and I uh, might have got a little emotional. Actually, it's uh, been a bit of a journey. The I boys was, were filming I from was the. I filming uh, <laughs> it
2: from my balcony at the uh, the Crown Plaza. <laughs> And Jacob's roll, rolled in and Michael Jennings, the coach, is on the other side of the fence and I'm just filming on the iPad. So we've got 45 minutes of vision of Jacob and, uh, <laughs> and then eventually we go down and greet him from the other side of the fence. It's, it's really special. How
0: good is it, Brett, for, for someone who's done so many grand finals? It's your first one since 2018. You haven't done one for a while and you had that time off where you went over and travelled and did all the things that, that you wanted to do. um what is it like doing it with a debutant? You know, it's all right to do it with Matt, who's been there, done that. But when you've got a new kid on the block, what's that like for you and for Matt?
2: Yeah, it's, it's super exciting and not just Jacob, all the young guys on our list. Keep Matt and I young, keep us enthusiastic, keep us uh, really excited to umpire every week because we see how excited our younger guys on the list are. But ultimately, guys like Jacob have been around 14 years, 300 games and, you know, thoroughly deserves. His selection this weekend.
0: What's it life for a little boy from Armadale uh, who um, played footy and then became an umpire, started in Perth, goes to the east, and now you're umpiring. Who would think mm-hmm. AFL grand final in Perth, your hometown, at this stadium between two Victorian teams? It's just a mess up, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it is quite crazy when you think about it. There's no way. You know, when I, when I left Perth when I was 21 and moved to Melbourne um, to chase, chase a dream of umpiring AFL footy and to... So here we are, 21 years later, um, umpiring a grand final in WA at, you know, probably one of the best stadiums in the world, to be honest. So really, really privileged, really excited to umpire with Matt and Jacob and, and to have family there. Um, super special. Yeah, very much
0: so. Matt, a huge commitment from you, um, a family man, and your wife is expecting soon. We saw Nathan Jones go home Bit probably closer to the mark in regards to having a baby is all all good and safe and you no know, late change but we do have an emergency we do Simon Meredith's probably waiting going well yeah. <laughs> you can't
3: make it the phone goes off tomorrow Tim and then we uh, we get through to Saturday but um, <laughs> no things look she's been incredible support for me over many years and um, we've got an eighteen month old so she's been doing it pretty tough at home um, at certain times with the lockdown as mm. many have but. Um, she's doing well. Um, the baby's going to stay in there, we think, for another four or five weeks. So, oh, look, that's something where um, we just can't wait to, to, to have happen in, in mid-October.
0: Can we talk about the toughness? You're all Victorian-based, of course. Um, how tough it is being away from home. I've i I'm got to get my sums right. Brett Roseberry, you've been in all six states in lockdown in all six states throughout the year. Jacob, you've been away from your family for, I don't know, what's the longest... Time you've been away five weeks in one year. Yeah,
1: hit? this is probably going to be five weeks, and then last week last year was six weeks. Okay.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah, Stevo, you've been away for. I mean, as you talked about, an eighteen month and one due. Um It's an incredible commitment from all of you. I mean, it, it's people talk about the players and footy clubs and workers. The yeah. umpires have done it tough.
3: Yeah, I've had probably the easier ride of the three, but I've still, you know, come come Saturday Sunday will be, um, you know, four and a half weeks away from, you know, your wife who's heavily pregnant and you. your your young daughter and, um, being able to feel or or not being able to provide the support you probably want to be able to provide. So look again, Timmy, we do feel lucky that we, and privileged that we can still be involved and, and are working and contributing in a, in a small but meaningful way. Um, but absolutely it's, it's been challenging. I think for me, it's probably got a little bit easier as the weeks have gone on sort of that first week or two, I was, um, Pretty challenged, you know, emotionally and, and around, you know, do I look to go home? You know, what are the priorities? And, look, we've had great chats, my wife and I, the whole way through. And the AFL have been supportive with circumstances. And um, But, yeah, we, we're just wrapped to to look forward to what should be a, a ripper game. The commitment you've made, Jacob, can you imagine? And I know – I don't want to be a Debbie
0: Downer on this, but I just want to – can you imagine if you hadn't got the grand final? And because I mean, that's what you guys aspire to. As much as you want to do every game every week and do a good job and just get through a season, but the piece of resistance for an umpire is an AFL grand final. You hadn't done one. You're driving yourself to do one. You're glad you got Jennings to get you through the fence and say you've no. got it because you could. Would you have felt a bit flat?
1: Oh, no doubt. I think anyone, when you get to the final six, that l- last weekend um, before it with the prelims, that's ultimately, you know, your shot to, to go through. So, yeah, there would have been disappointment. No doubt the guys that did miss out would be disappointed too. But we all know, you know, six can't fit into three. Um, and it's, you know, but we're here to represent the group on the on Sunday. So, yeah, really exciting. Yeah, last couple Real. for you.
0: Brett, can I just say, did you give up on probably doing a grand final? Do you think your mindset has been different in the last couple of years as an umpire?
2: Yeah, maybe. Maybe I probably just was umpiring in a different headspace. I just um, was struggling with my body two years ago and priority was just to get back and try and get my body right because this is too hard to be umpiring, running around, part injured and, and, and you're not enjoying it. So, you know, the one thing that you, you do want to be able to do is enjoy it as much as it's it's t- tough work and it's challenging. Um, yeah, there's no doubt as you get older... You have different, not priorities, but just you put different pressure on yourself. And I guess I've been really fortunate to to climb that mountain several times before. So I don't have that pressure on me like a lot of the guys that haven't been there. So I probably just found a bit more motivation to really impart as much knowledge as I can on our younger guys. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like Matt and I, we quite often have these conversations that we were really fortunate when we first started. We had great role models, Brian Sheehan. Hayden Kennedy, Darren Goldspink, Brett Allen, Andrew Coates. I could keep going. We were really fortunate when we first started. We had great umpires that really set the standards for us. And that's that's what we want to do. We want to make sure that when we we pull a pin, you know, and that that's pretty close in the future, that mm. we've we've left our group in a better position than when we found it. You probably now some of this might be kept
0: in-house and it might be between you boys and the head of umpiring and all that sort of stuff. Who holds the ball up walking out onto the ground when the siren sounds to sort of say we've arrived? Have you decided that?
3: Uh, I think we'll give that to Jacob and then uh, maybe he can do the toss and I'll do do the bounce. You're doing the bounce.
0: As I I said, mate,
2: (laughs) priorities (laughs) change and those things uh, don't matter as much to me these days. I'm
3: happy to give it to the Western Australian, (laughs) but I also feel, you know, he carried, I think, his first five. He he banged it down to start every game and and put it straight up and – Um, Just to finish, I think Brett, in his last year or two, his curiosity for and desire to keep learning and his leadership off the field, I've said to him and I've said to everyone in the group, um, will be his greatest legacy sitting alongside what he's what he's achieved on the field, which has been remarkable. But for our entire group, his leadership off the field has been just sensational the last two years.
0: Uh, I went out onto the ground, or not onto the ground, but out inside the ground. I had a, a function earlier this morning, a Wildcats bar, um, breakfast, and the bloke was mowing the lawn, lads. Um, now, I don't know whether this is fact or not, and they and they do listen to SEN. They had the plugs in. They listen all the time. Well, he's a Lee and Gatha boy too, the groundsman apparently. So. Tony
3: Hemming, a great man from Lee and Gatha. Yeah, not too many in Gatha. Can Linger. you just
0: confirm or deny he's not doing the, the crossover it, the, you know how it's normally done in the – is it the 15-metre lines? Are they lo- we, 10 metres?
2: We like them when they're, they're 15 metres <laughs>
0: <they're>, So they're <laughs> I have a sneaking suspicion he's done
2: the crook cover. Oh, that's going uh, to thats gonna hurt. I'll get,
3: a, <laughs> I'll get on the text today. We've got a few days to sort that out. But uh, he's very experienced at the grass, so we'll let him deal with that.
0: Last couple for you. Have you umpired a game this year as a Three. I I think think three.
1: We've umpired together at different stages, but not as a as a team. Yeah. Yeah. Does that
0: take a little bit of time or have you been around the block enough to know each idiosyncrasies and the voices and your talents and stuff?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Become accustomed to each other and what we have got, you know, certain values we go by around what's predicted of us and in our roles and, and running with these guys, there's no issues with that. We'll be fine.
3: Um is it a good ground to umpire on? Oh, it's magnificent. I mean, we pinch ourselves in these stadiums that are full to to be out in the centre. It's a pretty good seat in the house, Tim. To <laughs> you know, with the atmosphere and the the buzz and the the players. So we just we can't wait
2: to get out there on Saturday. Yeah, it's
0: going to be huge. Uh, colour, what we're no colour we wearing? Umpires, are you allowed to share that? Yeah,
2: green. So oh, okay, all, we'll go. All,
0: with all that. the
2: umpire fans out there will be. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll be in green, anyone wants to dress up. And the last one, Dean Margent, who's a very good friend of ours and mine and has been in this studio a couple of times. It was, you know, He's no longer in the umpiring fraternity, but it has a lot to do with the umpiring fraternity in WA through his job at the WA Footy Commission, and he's, he's wonderful. And I'm led to believe he's been pre- presenting you with your medals after the game, which is fantastic.
2: Yeah, fantastic for Dean. Great recognition from the AFL and... Um, yeah, to have Dean up there present the medals to the umpires on Grand Final Day, mm. super special.
0: Yeah, I'm Fremel Lockers fans, so just giving you a warning. <laughs> 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 they don't somehow like him. I don't know what that is all about. They just have him in their targets. Congratulations, Breddy, Well done. Thanks, and, mate. Uh, Jacob, congratulations Thanks, on Tim. your first. And Matt, just going around the block again. Thanks, Fantastic. Tim. It's great to see. Friends of the umpires, yes, I am. Do I want to see them do a good job? Yes, I do. Bounce it straight. Don't disappoint us. I'm a best. Matt Stevick, good on you. Brad Rosebury, Jacob Mollison and also Matt Stevic in the studio. And thanks to the AFL for allowing us to have that chat with the umpires on their announcement. It is news time. This is Sporting Goss.